Welcome to Worship in the Word. Today we're turning to the prophet Isaiah chapter 40. We're talking about preparing the way of the Lord. Go ahead. Comfort ye, comfort ye, my people, saith your God. Speak ye comfortably to Jerusalem and cry unto her that her warfare is accomplished, that her iniquity is pardoned, for she hath received of the Lord's hand double for all her sins. Okay, so uh, the prophet Isaiah here is speaking to the people, telling them, I want to give you comfort. I, I want to let you know that even though you have sinned huge, there's there's been... Uh, a tremendous amount of sin that I'm I'm going to pardon that sin, and uh, the Lord's hand is going to work in your life to give you a new life. Okay, go ahead. The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough places plain. Okay. So, uh, he's saying here that um, there's a wilderness, and... and Folks, in this world, we live in a wilderness. Uh, it's, it's wild out there. Uh, the sin is wild. The uh, Bible says that the sin in the last days is going to wax bold. It's going to get uh, heavier and heavier. And, and uh, I'm 80 years old, and, and uh, the things that I'm seeing in the world today... I never dreamed that I would see anything like that. Uh, yes, we've had marvelous uh, inventions and and uh, wonderful things. We've gone to the moon and we've we've we have this technology, but um, it's not working for us because our hearts are not right with God. And um, so he's saying here, the prophet is saying here, we're going to have to make a straight way in this desert that we live in. We're going to have to make a straight highway. And uh, Jesus, speaking about that highway, said it's a narrow path. He said, broad is the path. We're in a desert where, and we're in a wilderness where broad is the path to destruction. If you just... If you have no plan uh, to serve God or to follow the Word of God, uh, you're going to lose, you know. 
We say a failure to plan is a plan to fail. And even if you listen to all the motivational speakers and you have a, a great plan of, of personal and financial success, you're going to reach a point where you understand that this is not of satisfying the need of your soul. There's an emptiness in the soul that only God can fulfill. But he's going he's gonna to give us a straight path and... Um, and uh, he's going to lower the mountains. He's going to level the playing field. And, and we're going to be winners in this uh, struggle. Go ahead. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see um, it together. For the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. So even... Even in a, in a wilderness where it's wild and the sin is wild and and it, it seems like it's, it's a desert area, um, that's where the glory of the Lord can shine the most. Um, you can see, and uh, one real example you can see is the folks, the church in China and how they've been oppressed, and how they've been persecuted, and how they've been uh, thrown in prison, and yet uh, the government of China can't stop them. And they're not against the government of China. They're, they're just people that want to worship God and study the Word. But there's such a fear uh, about the things of God there's, there's a power when people begin, uh, uh, even when they're living in an oppressive environment, uh, God lifts them up and they become strong. Amen. And that's what God wants to do with you. If you feel weak today, you're in a desert, you feel like you can't do anything, uh, uh, I'm here to give you good news. The, the good news is the gospel of Jesus Christ and there's a way to reach him, and there's a way that uh, you can be empowered by him. Okay, go ahead. All right, now we're turning to uh, Matthew chapter 3, verse 1. Now, uh, we heard the prophecy from Isaiah that... Uh, there was one that was going to come, and he was going to give us a, a straight path and uh, make a way for us. And now in Matthew chapter 3, we're, we're seeing the fulfillment of that prophecy. In those days came John the Baptist, preaching in the wilderness of Judea, and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Okay, so... Here we see he's the one that was prophesied it was going to lead the way for the Messiah. And he, what is he saying? He's preaching. He's in the wilderness. He isn't in uh, the temple. He's out in the wilderness um, of Judea. And uh, what is he saying? He's saying, repent ye. Uh, which in the Hebrew he would have been saying, Teshuvah, uh, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So 
when we begin the journey of repentance, the journey of teshuva, we're right at the kingdom of heaven. We begin moving into the kingdom of heaven. It's one of the kingdom keys. It's the main kingdom key. And, and along with it, we'll see another kingdom key. Okay, go ahead. For this is he that, has, that was spoken of by the prophet Elias, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Okay, so we're seeing that the prophet Isaiah said, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. And, and this is the one they're preparing for the Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus. Yeshua, uh, Yeshua is the Hebrew name for Jesus. Okay, continue. And the same John had his raiment of camel's hair and a leather girdle about his loins, and his meat was locusts and wild honey. Then went out to him Jerusalem and all Judea, and all the region round about Jordan, and were baptized of him in Jordan, confessing their sins. Okay. So we see another kingdom key in baptism. Uh, so uh, he linked uh, baptism with repentance. And... Uh, confessing of the sins uh, so through the act of of repentance teshuva and the baptism we see a forgiving uh, of our sins now later we're going to go into more depth about uh, baptism in Hebrew it's called mikvah and we're going to discuss the Jewish roots. Uh, but for now, we're going to see how it plays out in the life of John and the people and Jesus himself. Go ahead. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees come up to his baptism, he said unto them, O generation of vipers, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come. Bring forth, therefore, fruits, meat for repentance. Okay. So the fruits, meat for repentance is a contrition. It's a being sorry, not the kind of sorry that a, a drunk has after, when he's caught drunk driving down the highway. Uh, but it's the kind of sorry that says, I'm not going to do that anymore. I, I'm not going to commit that sin anymore. But the difficulty here is that the, the scribes, uh, the Pharisees and the Sadducees were very pride people. And pride uh, puts a roadblock uh, up where we can't come to God. Uh, teshuva, repentance, is about humbling ourselves. The Bible says, humble yourselves before the mighty hand of God and he will lift you up. But he says about pride, pride cometh before the fall and a haughty spirit before destruction. So the scribes and the Pharisees were all very prideful. Now, Christians, 
I'm speaking to you right now. You better get rid of that pride. And it goes all the way up to pastors, leaders. Uh, you got pride in your heart because you got a, a high position or you have this title or that title. You, you better, time to confess your sins, get on your knees and repentance to God. And this is what John the Baptist had to say to these leaders. Jesus spoke about him. He said, uh, the scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. And um, that was the seat of power. They were preaching truth. And he said, whatsoever they say, do. Follow what they're teaching you. But don't do what they do because they say and they do not. They were hypocrites. So people that are preaching the truth better be on guard. Uh, I'm speaking to Christian leaders right now. Better be on guard that you're not preaching the truth and not living the truth. It, it, that is the more difficult part. We can know the truth and we can preach the truth, but it's more difficult to walk the journey of teshuva than, uh, than it is to speak it. So go ahead. And think not to say within yourselves, we have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. And now also the axe is laid unto the root of the trees. Therefore every tree which bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Okay. Ooh, there's a lot in that passage. Um, but he said that the axe is laid upon the root of the tree. Um, there's a whole segment in chapter 11 Paul talks about in Romans chapter 11 about uh, the, the olive tree and, uh, and that the, the church is a wild olive branch grafted into the root, which is Jewish. And, and we see that when Jesus came, the, the only violent act that he had uh, in his whole ministry is when he went to the temple and, he, and he, he whipped the money changers and he cast them out. Uh, they were cheating the people. They, he, he said, uh, you've made uh, my house a house of merchandise. Have you not read that my house is a house of prayer? So they had made it into a business. And this is another uh, thing, uh, you TV preachers and other preachers. God's business isn't a, a money, it isn't a money business, it's a spiritual business. Yes, we have to, we have to handle money. We have to be good stewards of, of money. Uh, and we have a whole teaching course 
on financial stewardship on our website. We, we've offered it uh, to free to people. And, um, but uh, that area we have to be, we care, be careful about. But anyway, he, he whipped the money changers and he said, my house is a house of prayer. So we have to be really guarded about the way that we, as people of God, how we handle our money. And, and there's a whole responsibility, too. Once we uh, get on the journey with God, then we're responsible to support the work of God and to support ministries. And, and uh, everything that we have belongs to God. Amen. Okay, go ahead. Whose fan is in his hand. And he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat into the garner, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Then okay. come. Let me break in here. Uh, John the Baptist says that uh, Jesus is going to baptize us with the Holy Ghost and with fire. And, and that fire uh, is going to burn out the chaff. It's going to purify us and cleanse us. A lot of uh, things that happen to us as believers uh, are put there to help mature us and, and correct us. Um, Peter put it this way. He said, um, uh, thinking that's strange that this fire trial has come upon you, it's like gold tried in the fire. Now, if you've ever watched a goldsmith, I have, before we got in a church, we were into collecting gold, making all kinds of different things. But there is a melting point that gold has, and when it reaches that melting point, then all the impurities flow up to the top. And the master goldsmith can take that uh, ladle and he can just wipe away uh, all of that uh, impurities. And Peter is saying, this is what God does with us. So, so uh, uh, he said, we got to give glory to God, even in those times that are tough, that we think, why did I have to go through that? Well, after we go through it, then we can see, oh, man, that was, that was good for my maturity. That was good for me uh, to get, go through that. And uh, so I want to encourage you in that area. So go ahead. Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou to me? And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it to be to not, uh, so now. For thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. So, this is 
uh, perhaps a difficult thing for people to understand why Jesus uh, was baptized. But, uh, and of course, John, knowing that Jesus was the Messiah, uh, when he first saw him, he said, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. And yet that Lamb of God is asking John, who is a, who is a simple, he is a man. Uh, Jesus called him the greatest of all prophets because he was the prophet to, to lead the way for the Messiah. And the other prophets talked about him, but he led the way and he was the one that would baptize him. Now, Jesus said, I do this to fulfill all righteousness. Um, and in Hebrew, that's sadikness. Sadik is, is, is a righteous person. And, and uh, a complete sadik is one who does all the right things. And we can become sadiks by doing the right thing step by step uh, and uh, this walk with God isn't a one-time act it's a continuing thing people come into church sometimes they they're excited about the things of God and they they last a year or maybe five years or ten years or 20 years but the Bible says he that perseveres to the end we got to persevere to the last breath in this thing, and it's in the journey of Teshuva every day, and we become more and more like Christ. And and uh, Bible says that we're going to know Him when He comes, because we are going to be like Him, and that can only happen one way, and that's in a strong journey of Teshuva. Uh, and we're going to need to repent. We're going to need to be baptized. We're going to need to be baptized by the Holy Spirit. And we're going to need to walk through the fire. But believe me, it's... Uh, he said that he went, he went through the fire. He went to the cross to provide the joy to us that was on the other side. And as we uh, turn to him and walk into Shuva, even though we go through some hardships, we have the joy of the Lord. <laughs> Praise God. And that is for you, no matter what you've done, who you are, what your age is, uh, um, you can turn it around right now and that's what this, uh, this podcast is about. I want to put the invitation out for you to begin this walk with God, and, and you'll never regret it. God bless you. Amen. Thank you for watching Worship in the Word. My people which are called by my...